0: Love Talk Radio.
1: What is going on, everybody? I'm your host, Rich. This is My Take Radio, episode five for Thursday, August sixth, two thousand and nine. The intro music you just heard was the Transformers mix uh, made by Victor Stellar. You can download the track at PodsafeAudio.com. We got a lot of stuff in store for tonight. Uh, first off, we're gonna have a guest host slash guest caller, uh, fellow radio show host Kevin Baird, host of the VGN radio show. We'll be calling it at around 11.15 Eastern Time. Uh, he's also the host of Medispective and also the host of Cleveland Sports Radio and the Midwest, Wa- Midwest Wasteland. He's going to be joining me and helping me break down some of the video game news and just adding a different spin on things. Of course, if you want to call in at any time, feel free to call in 347-324-3541. Again, that number is 347-324-3541. Jumping right into the MMA news, uh, the big thing, of course, was Fedor. Fedor was everywhere last week. Uh, After Josh Barnett tested positive uh, for steroids, Affliction decided to cancel their whole pay-per-view and ended up once again partnering up with the UFC and becoming one of their lead sponsors. As such, uh, Fedor was left without a place to fight, and a lot of heavy negotiations went on between the UFC and Fedor, as well as Strike Force. Um, Fedor, allegedly, this is all allegedly, uh, was offered a six fight, $30 million contract. He was offered a title shot against Brock Lesnar and M1 was offered a cut of pay-per-view revenue on top of whatever Fedor was being paid. Fedor was also given the opportunity to wear whatever M1 logos he wished to wear during any of his fights, and the UFC also allowed him to compete in combat sambo. At the end of the day, though, M1 told UFC practically to go fuck themselves, and basically what ended up happening is that M1 wanted to co-promote pay-per-view with uh, UFC. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, they were asking for a lot. UFC offered a fuckload of stuff, and M1 was so hard-pressed to co-promote that, you know, it became one of those things where they just had an impasse. Um, Of course, this led to Fedor signing with Strikeforce, And, of course, you know, Strikeforce catered and kowtowed to the fact of letting them uh, co-promote. Which, you know, no here, no there, but it's one of those things where, you know, Strikeforce, they they actually, you know, they got a good draw in Fedor, but I'm not really keen on the whole uh, co-promotion aspect. Uh, That leads me to uh, today's UFC uh, press conference for UFC 101. And, you know, Dana White, with, with 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 all right, was upset about the fact that, you know, he felt that it was all bullshit, and he felt that, you know, Fedor, he practically said Fedor's a fucking joke, and he felt that Fedor had the opportunity to fight the best fighters in the world, and he's going to go to strike force and fight nobodies for money. You know, I, I have to agree with Dana on that, just on the strength that, you know, the real competition, not to say that strike force does not have fantastic fighters, because they do. It's just the fact that, you know, right now, Fedor has a lot to prove to mixed martial artists in the UFC organization as a whole. You know, right now you got Brock Lesnar, he's, you know, he's the champ, and he feels that, you know, when you're the champ, you're the best in the world, like I've always said, and, you know, he... Much like Randy Couture felt, it's like, look, there's this guy walking around saying he's the best. You know, I need to fight him and figure out what's going on. You know, I can understand Dana White's frustration. Uh, The UFC also had a press conference on the 31st saying that uh, Tito Ortiz is coming back into the octagon. Uh, They're saying that he may fight Mark Coleman, and Dana White said that he feels that Tito will retire in the UFC. And I personally think, as being a fan of Tito Ortiz personally, that it was a great move. Uh, him making his return to the UFC, just because, you know, it's home, you know, and love him or hate him, people are always going to want to watch him fight. And, you know, Dana also took the opportunity from the 31st, from the press conference of the 31st to say that he signed a lot of the affliction fighters. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of guys in there. He also signed Vitor Belfort, who will be fighting uh, Rich Franklin in September. Dan Henderson, who was originally scheduled to fight Rich Franklin, is going to be next in line for a title shot against Anderson Silva. Um a lot of people were expecting the winner of the Nate Marquardt uh Damian Maya fight to get a title shot. But uh Dan Henderson, you know, his ridiculous knockout of Bisping definitely put an exclamation point. And I think, you know, he's got some good contention. Uh Dana White also announced that they had reached a deal with broadcasting uh uh UFC events in the UK through ESPN. That's really badass. Um some of the affliction fighters that were signed were Paul Daly, Ben Rothwell, Chase Gormley, Dan Lazan, Rafael Oliveira. Then a couple of guys were signed for the WEC, Javier Vasquez, Elsie Davis, and Mark Hominick. Um, Overall, those are great picks for the UFC. It helps uh, add a deeper talent pool into all their divisions, including the WEC. I think it's definitely a great way to go, and I'm really looking forward to uh, the UFC's upcoming cards over the next few months, as well as WEC, based on some of these new acquisitions. Um, you know, the fallout from this affliction thing is huge. You know, just based on the fact Josh Barnett, you know, he uh, felt that he didn't test positive, but his B-sample came back, and it also tested positive for steroids. So, you know, it, it's like, dude, you you have a, um, you know, you got this thing of doing steroids, and, you know, it's really fucked up, you know, you got this little rep and it's bullshit and, you know, you got caught up in the game it's like, look, man, you know, I think that it's unfortunate what happened, but in some respects, this is the way it had to go and, you know know, I'm just saddened by the whole thing not because of affliction folding, because at the end of the day, someone's always gonna get caught fucking, you know sleeping, but Josh Barnett, you know, as great of a fighter as he is, he's he's had this, this little steroid issue before. And, you know, it's it's real unfortunate. I think that he's actually going to be able to fight in Japan, you know, because they don't do testing over there. And hopefully he'll be able to bounce back. You know, I'd really like to see him fight in the U.S., uh, whether for the UFC or strike force, But, you know, that, that, that's the price you pay for juicing. I mean, you know, same thing with, with baseball and, and football. You know, the governing bodies, especially – you know, I can understand with MMA given that they already have a, a, a big fucking um fuck what what's the word I'm looking for? They got a big magnifying glass. Everybody's really looking at them closely. You know, they don't need having these juiced up fighters in their organization. So, you know, I hope I hope Barnett gets his shit together so I can see him fight in the US. Um Fedor, he you know, they said that he's not gonna get an immediate title shot. That That's understandable, but I don't feel that the heavyweight division, I mean, you got Alistair Overeem, he's a good heavyweight, you got Brett Rogers, of course, You know, coming off his knockout of Andre Arlovsky, which um, uh, some unfortunate news I heard today, whether they're true or not, I have to find out, but I, it was rumored that Andre Arlovsky tried to commit suicide recently, I sincerely hope that that is not true, given that I'm a very big fan of his. And you know it's unfortunate what happened with his loss to Brett Rogers, but honestly, you know if, if he's going through some some tough times, you know it's real unfortunate. So you know it,
0: it just
1: you know I, I really don't want to see it go that way. If he did try to do it, it's very unfortunate. And, you know, and the most I can say is you know get your head back together, dude. You'll bounce back and you'll be all right. But um. You know, it's hard, the the toll of fighting. I mean, I'm just talking about just from participating in different sports, just the mental game can wear people down. So I really hope that, you know, the, that the rumor isn't true and that it was just, uh, you know, the random shit that was made up, like chemo dying, you know, a few weeks ago. So, uh, Andre Olavsky, you know, I wish you the best. I hope uh, whatever you got going on, you know, you get your shit together if it's true. Uh, If it's not true, then by all means, you know, you should find out who put out that rumor and punch them right in the face. Uh, That about covers it for MMA news. Um, You got UFC 101, uh, Florian and Penn this weekend, I believe. Uh, I don't have my calendar in front of me, but if it is this weekend, definitely check it out. I'm a little uh, torn on on who to vote for. I mean, I have my my favorites. I really kind of don't like Kenny Florian. But I don't like BJ Penn either. So either way you slice it, it's like, fuck, you know? Do you want BJ Penn to win? It's just about figuring out the lesser of two evils. Because, you know, I kind of don't like either guy. But I can tell you this much. They're definitely going to have a great fight. I'm definitely also looking forward to Forrest Griffin fighting Anderson Silva. And Amir Sadala fighting in the octagon, finally. We definitely want to see that. Uh, Kendall Grove is fighting Josh Neer is fighting. You know, a lot, of, a lot of good fighters are going to be on this card. If you get the chance, definitely order it. It's going to be 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, August 8th. Sorry, not the 7th. And it's uh, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. With that out of the way, let's move into some wrestling news. Uh, Monday Night Raw's train wreck happened this week. Uh, Jeremy Piven hosted the show along with uh, Dr. Ken Jung. You may know him as the stereotypical Asian guy in a lot of the Judd Aftow movies. He was in Knocked Up. He was in Role Models. He's been all over the place. Um, The only thing I can say is I was really expecting more from Jeremy's appearance on the show. Uh, There were some funny segments. He definitely fucked up some stuff. He called, I think, Summer Slam. He called it Summer Fest and shit like that. You know, he put a match where The Miz got banned from Raw. Odds are they're either going to move The Miz back to ECW or to SmackDown, maybe to put him in a program with John Morrison. Overall, I felt that the presentation, they were really trying too hard to be way too funny. And eh, I just really didn't feel it. Uh, They also teased either Triple H bringing in some help which odds are might be HBK and they might just do, you know, milk the old Degeneration generation X, you know, stable all over again. Who knows? Um, other than that, some TNA news, they were saying that the uh, Bound for Glory pay-per-view in October, they're saying that a legend is going to retire. Uh, odds are it might be Sting. I don't know how true that is, but, I mean, you know, if he retires – retirement in pro wrestling nine times out of 10 isn't legit. There's very few guys that stay retired. Um, I think staying retiring is good and bad, bad because you know, you lose a good veteran that can, you know, educate a lot of the younger wrestlers good in the sense that, you know, it frees up younger wrestlers to be on television, you know, and push themselves and, you know, introduce themselves to the crowd. So Either way, it's a toss-up, and, you know, who knows how legitimate it is or if it's just another fucking ploy. Uh, WWE's going to have, uh, they're going to be getting rid of the No Mercy pay-per-view, and they're going to have a pay-per-view just with all Hell in the Cell matches. I kind of feel that they borrowed from TNA by, you know, modeling the Hell in the Cell matches pay-per-view off of lockdown. You know, you, you can toss it either way. But um, I think that, you know, it's worth watching. Hell in a Cell matches are always cool if done the right way. Um, get more guest hosts. There's rumors that uh, Mike Adamley, who used to be the general manager for Raw, might be a guest host. Uh, there was a rumor that, you know, I don't know how legitimate it is, that Stephanie McMahon in some interviews said uh, that they would like to have, you know, guys like Freddie Prince Jr., Bob Barker, for some reason, the name Al Sharpton was mentioned, and right there I said, you know what, pump your brakes, because if that's, if that's where they're really going with these guest hosts, you know, fucking Al Sharpton, ugh, it's just a fucking clusterfuck of disaster. I honestly have been watching Raw on Fast Forward for the last two weeks. Um, I couldn't watch last week's Raw because I had no cable, Uh, from Saturday until yesterday. So uh, Time Warner Cable fucked me, and I couldn't enjoy it. I had to resort to the magic of torrents to be able to watch Monday Night Raw, and, um, you know, fucking sucked. But in a way, I'm kind of glad that I didn't watch it live, because the fucking Jeremy Piven shit definitely was not cool. With that out of the way... We're going to get into some game news. Uh, Kevin should be calling in shortly. Uh, But nonetheless, uh, there was, um, of course, social networking continues to pound itself into the vagina that is video gaming. And that's the basis of Nintendo putting out that there will be a system update for the DSi, which will allow DSi owners to upload pictures directly to Facebook. And, of course, you know, the update's going to be free of charge. Um, once again, this social network, I love social networking. I'm fine with it. You know, I use Twitter. I use MySpace. I use Facebook. I use all that shit. But the, the relationship between that and gaming, I feel, is just a little bit, little bit too much, so to speak. You know, it's kind of like they're just finding ways to make it hokey. And it's like, you know, you don't really need to tweet every Xbox Live achievement. You don't really need to put up every photo you take with the DSi. It's, you know, I feel it's it's not necessary, but, you know, you, we can't stop the juggernaut of social networking. I mean, it, it helps uh, break down communication barriers, and, you know, it, it's fine. It's just, I think it's, it's too forced, especially in mediums like gaming. You know, you have Xbox Live already. You have PlayStation Home You have messaging, uh, whether text, video, or uh, picture messaging, or even just regular audio recordings. You know, you have a a multitude of mediums to get in contact either with your friends or just in general with with other people, and there's really no necessity for the social networking, but, you know, the integration might be cool, Eh, we'll see what happens, but i'm not i'm not feeling it i'm not sold on it at all but um we got one call in i think this is kevin right now
2: yeah it's me what's going on man
1: what's Going on kev what's going on
2: good can you hear me all right My do i sound okay yeah. i can't hear myself so i don't know if i
1: sound no okay. you sound you sound perfectly fine dude oh,
2: all right cool hey uh, yeah awesome.
1: this is the first yeah, time i've are.
2: been on my video <laughs>
1: Nice, man. It's uh, it's good to have you on. I've always been a guest on your show. Uh, we are live. Uh, we're taking calls, and um, I just actually got into the gaming news, and I was talking about Nintendo putting out a system update that will allow DSi owners to upload photos onto Facebook. And I went on a whole rant about the fact that you know social networking is pretty much fist fucking its way into all video game related shit.
2: Would you really want to tell people that you took the picture with the DSi and, you know, and put it up on? I mean, really, like, do you want to, like, broadcast to the people that you're walking around with, like, a DS in your hand and you're photographing people with it? I mean, that's, I mean, I can understand, like, a cell phone, but, like, really. I agree. the game system? I mean, you know, what, are you that deprived? Just get a cell phone with a camera in it if you want to do that kind of thing. I mean, and, and if you're a little kid, you really shouldn't be on Facebook. You know, or Very, very true. So it's like, uh, yeah, I certainly wouldn't want to do that. It's kind of embarrassing. It's just like, I can't get a real camera, so I'm going to use this. Um, I mean, how big is the picture, too? Like, once you get it on a computer, wouldn't it be like the size of a postage stamp? Be all it blocky probably would
1: something.
2: be. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. You know, I know they have, like, that whole thing, though. Like, I guess there's some sort of art package so you can, like, change stuff around and put, like, word bubbles or something. I don't know. I mean... Again, it's like for kids, but then again, why kids really should, I mean, they probably are on Facebook and stuff, but they probably really shouldn't be. So yeah, I think that's dumb. You're right. It, but you know, How Xbox you- is uh totally integrating um, Facebook, you know, on Xbox live. And I, I've got mixed feelings about that because I can kind of see the usefulness in it in, in the sense that, you know, if I'm trying to get a game together with a bunch of people, I can kind of send the word out to like Twitter and Facebook and, People on Xbox Live, like, hey, we're gonna do like a VGN gaming thing, or you know, you could even do a my radio gaming thing, and you know, and that kind of like tells everyone at the same time. But I don't know, I don't, I don't really see it beyond that. I mean, I don't really see like, I, I don't really want people to know on Facebook that I got the achievement for like um, shooting the most people in Grand Theft Auto. You know, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's not really. Uh, I'm not down with that.
1: How do you feel as a whole with the, with social networking? being presented in gaming in such in such a forced way because they're not even giving you the option what do you what do you think do you think that this is going to be the wave of the future or do you feel that it's just you know the next novelty thing that they're going to just throw in a system to make it appealing to the younger guys
2: yeah you know it it's it, i'm a little bit older than everybody so i don't really I don't really grasp a lot of the vanity that goes into social networking in the first place. Like I just don't find myself taking like lots of pictures of myself and like posting them up because it's just, I don't have that about myself. Like, you know, Hey, maybe everybody wants to see me like sitting around. I should take a picture of myself right now. You know, I, that's just not me. I, I, I don't, I just don't get it. You know, it's, it's hard for me to even post up a picture. So, you know, in general, it's kind of like, I don't really grasp the idea of sharing like every moment of my life, you know, and especially like if I'm gaming, I don't really feel the need to like inform people of that. But, you know, that's the thing. The younger generation is like completely into it. So, you know, it's sort of like maybe that'll work for them. I don't know. I mean, because I, I don't I don't come from that. You know, it's like um, I'm more skeptical, more skeptical of that kind of technology. I mean, I just feel like, you know, somebody's eventually going to use that against me. <laughs> you know, where, oh, yeah, uh, that, it's true, it, it, you know, where the today's generation is just much more open and they feel like they can just, you know, Hey, I'm going to post up nude pictures of myself all over the internet F it, you know, and, uh, they do that, you know, and it's just like, I, well, you know, okay. I don't think that's going to help you when, uh, they do a background check for you on a job application, you know, but hell,
1: whatever, hell No, it's true.
2: Care. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I I find the whole thing a little bit like, it's cool if it's a select group of people, you know, I want to get the word out about my radio show, you know, talking and and things like that to people and friends. But I've never had like this desire to sort of give everybody the minute by minute breakdown of what I'm doing. Um, But, you know, other people do. So whatever. That's cool. So, uh, hey, outside of gaming talk, uh, you going to watch UFC one on one?
1: I am going to make it a point to watch it. Like I said earlier, I was uh, going through the MMA news. Um, I feel that I don't like Florian and I don't like Penn for for my own personal reasons, but it's definitely going to be cool to watch them beat the shit out of each other. And um, definitely Anderson Silva and Forrest Griffin, I want to see fight. I'm a fan of both of those guys, and I want to see if somebody can can break the uh, armor of Anderson Silva because nobody's been able to whoop his ass yet.
2: Really? Yeah, I was thinking yeah. about going. I was thinking about going up to the bar and seeing it or something. On uh, what was it Saturday night? But um, I, I'm not sure. yet. I got to see what Larry's doing. Yeah, dude, that, that,
1: it's always yeah. cool to watch it with a group of people, man.
2: Right, right, exactly. You know, it's just like you go to the wrong bar though, and everybody else will be like watching the Indians or something around here, and uh, it'll be like on one ratty TV in the back corner, and I'll be watching it by myself. No, but I mean, you know. Anyway, it's cheaper to go to the bar and watch it than it is to, like, you know, pay-per-view is expensive,
1: you know. Like, yeah, it's 50, $55 if you get yeah. it in HD, which is what I usually do.
2: Right. it's like That's like groceries for, like, a week, yep. you know. It's like you're, like, deciding food or UFC. Well, I guess. Food I wins like out. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably check this one out. I've got to try to pay more. Yeah, do you like Forrest Griffin?
1: Yeah, Forrest Griffin is a cool dude. I'm actually, uh, I picked up the book he recently wrote, which is really funny. It's not all dedicated to MMA. It's a lot of like anecdotal stuff, but it's a it's a fantastic read. You know, I I went through a chapter or two because I'm between like three books, but it's uh he he's a cool dude, and I like the fact that he's his uh he's his own worst critic. You know, he'll be like, hey man, I went out there, I got my fucking face punched in. I'm sorry, guys. You know, I'll try harder. You know, like he become he he be, he's like an everyday dude. You know, he's like. Like put it like this, it's like you and your brother. And right. you know, he has that same vibe like your brother got.
2: Right, right. He's like That's right. just a real
1: regular, yeah, real regular laid back dude that just happens to go and punch people in the face for money. <laughs> <laughs> but um,
2: be, well, I wish I, we, should, uh, you know,
1: have that job.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, dude,
1: trust me. <laughs> but um, while I have you while I have you on here, I'm going to try and uh run through this uh gaming stuff because, you know, right. unlike 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 your show they um they boot me off after the shit's over but um yeah it's it's fucked up uh, i'm actually beta testing the uh, new xbox live experience that's going to come out on the 11th and oh. um I, yeah it's freaking cool if uh, you get a chance go to uh, microsoft connect and you fill out a survey and they'll allow you to try it out and it's, it's really cool yeah, man. The uh, I'll tell you the first, the Netflix thing has actually sucked me in just because you can actually add movies to your queue for instant viewing on your Xbox through your Xbox. You don't have to go to Netflix for all the movies, which is great. Cool. Right. You know,
2: I got um I got Windows Media Center hooked up on my TV, and that's actually uh, that integration is actually in Media Center already. Um, but the odd thing about it is is that the play quality on the Xbox is superior to the play quality on the PC, which on Media Center PC. I don't know how it is, like, if you go in a browser and watch it via Netflix, but through Media Center, it's a little bit choppy. But when you go into the Xbox and actually watch the streaming Netflix on Xbox, I mean, it's it's pretty solid. I mean, as far as, like, my experience with it, I've had no problems with it. So. Oh, yeah, yeah I did I, an
1: upgrade to my network, and uh, the picture quality is fucking fantastic. I mean, if you watch old stuff, like I was watching, like, old episodes of Knight Rider... My God, does that shit look terrible? Just as a whole, not even not even the show or the fact that you know David Hasselhoff got his meat hanging out and he fucking bad perm. But besides that, the sh- it just looks bad. But like a lot of the newer stuff looks fantastic. Like I watched uh, some of the uh, Street Fighter anime flicks and they looked really good, man. The color was really vibrant. There was no lag. It was it was really cool. Um, you know,
2: as a kid, I watched the, like the Six Million Dollar Man, and I remember this one episode where like. It was all, like, supposed to be, like, there was, a, like, something called the probe, which was kind of like a robot that was, like, fighting uh, Steve Austin, and he's running around battling this thing, and it was scary when I was a kid, and I went back to it and watched it, like, years later, and, and like, as an adult, I, I realized that the probe was just, like, um, cardboard over, like, a, uh, a golf cart and driving around, <laughs> and, I, and I was, like, wow, is this bad, like, you know, you didn't know when you were a kid, though. You watch that stuff, and it's just like, you know, you totally eat it up. And then you get older, and you're like, oh, my God, I was dumb. You know, no wonder my dad oh, yeah. didn't, like, sit in the room and watch it or anything. He's like, I can't watch this. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow.
1: Yeah, the, Net- the Netflix shit is freaking really cool. Of course, uh, Microsoft found out a new way to separate us from our money by opening up the Avatar store. You'll be able to buy uh, clothes and shit for your Avatar and little props. Like you can uh, you get like a little that? remote control. Do you buy I, um, it? On? I act- yeah, I bought a. I bought one shirt, you know, because I had a really cool lion logo on it, and I almost was gonna buy that. You can this little remote control warthog from Halo that you that your avatar can play with while oh he's in a God. room with people. <laughs> yeah, dude, but they wanted fucking three hundred and sixty points. I'm like, man, you could fuck yourself with that shit. Fucking three hundred points for a little RC car. Are you kidding me? They're fucking getting crazy now. It's not even real. It's virtual. It's like, you know, come on. that's crazy. Oh, yeah. They're, 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 they're going to rape people. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. If they put out like cool, like if they put out a, a Spartan Halo costume, you know, and it's like fucking 200 points. Yeah, I'll buy that shit because that's pretty cool. You know, like if they put out costumes and shit from games, but I'm not going to pay, you know, uh, 150 points to uh, carry around. They have like a giant Q-tip. Like your avatar can hold a giant Q tip. That's the equivalent of your avatar holding a dildo. <laughs> what the fuck are you gonna do with that?
2: I I don't buy anything. If I could walk around naked, I would. I would I would just protest. This is what Microsoft gave me, you know. But um, Oh yeah, it's this, fucking it, awful. I just um I, I don't I I don't know. I, maybe if like you could like, you know, use your characters in game more often, that might be somewhat useful, although I don't know. There's like they they make them so cartoony that they only have so much reach as far as like uh getting them into into the game. I, you know, they got those cameras. Why can't I put my real face on my on my guy? You know, why has it got to well, be like some crazy cartoon looking guy? You know.
1: Well, you know what's crazy? They um they're going to let you use your avatar on the new Guitar Hero game. But the thing that I had said was why not why don't developers develop around the avatars and do games that you can use your avatars in? like, you could do like a, like a smash brothers game with a group of your friends and you drop them right. in a room and they pick up different weapons, beat each other up. But I don't know why they're not, they're not looking at that as, as a viable option, you know, or like a, a blank platformer and you can use your avatar in it like Mario and shit.
2: Do you, do you have a PS3?
1: Yeah, I have a PS3. I've, uh, I can tell you that the online experience on PlayStation 3 is leaps and bounds shittier. No, than I know. The, uh, the home system is then,
2: just, like, uh, it, it's it's horrible. I mean, it's like uh, you, 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 you appear, and then, like, everybody's invisible, basically. You're, like, walking around with a bunch of invisible people until you, like, stand still next to one, and then they sort of form into something. And, you know, and there's, like, I don't even understand what I'm supposed to do in that universe, really. I mean, it's kind of like... I can go to, like, a clothes store that usually throws up an error or something, or I can listen to a mu- music at a big thing, but I have to vote for which song I want to hear, which is dumb. Oh,
1: yeah, it's fucking horseshit.
2: shit. There's, like, a movie theater of game previews, but it's stupid. I mean, it's I don't understand it. I know there's, like, that little arcade where you can, like, I don't know, play pool and bowl or something, but...
1: Yeah, I played I pool with no. one or two people. It was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that that's about it though, right? I mean, where is all the like the interactivity and everything that they're talking about where like games are supposed to have? I mean, is that in there? Like I've heard like you can go to like worlds that are in the games, like what was it? Uh, Far Cry or something was supposed to have like a whole zone, like a Far
1: Cry zone.
3: Is that Yeah, Far there? Cry
1: has a Yeah, Far Cry has a zone, Infamous has a zone. You can do all that shit. But but the problem is that they want to make them look so realistic that the avatars don't really end up looking like you like you, you know, like I made an avatar of myself. My fucking avatar looks like a black guy, (laughs) you know, (laughs) not that I care because I'm pretty dark, you know, but it's like, all right, this looks zero like nothing like me. I mean, don't get me wrong. My Xbox avatar kind of resembles me. You know, so there's a little bit of a nuance there. The me is a whole other story. But, you know, the the Avatar, like, creating your own character as a whole needs improvement. Um, just a lot of the loading. There's, there's a fuckload of loading. It's like, let me go into the mall. Let me load the mall. Let me go into my apartment, because they give you an apartment. Oh, let me load my apartment.
3: Let oh, me yeah. go it, here.
2: I can't even figure out what to do. I'm in my apartment, right? I don't even know what's going on. And I like, I'm standing there and I'm thinking to myself, well, I know I won some trophies or something. I'm like, how do I get any of this? And then like the next thing I know, I'm like, I open up a menu and there's like a bubble machine or something. And like, I'm like, all right, I don't know what, what you know, I clicked on it and then it ends up on my floor. So in the middle of my place is a bubble machine and it's like putting lights on the walls and it's putting out bubbles and I don't know how to move it. I mean, it's just there. I can't figure out. I've tried every option. I don't know how I'm supposed to like select it to put it on a shelf and shut it off. It's just so like now whenever I go into my freaking apartment, it's kind of like a gay disco. I mean, oh I just God. I I just cannot even use it anymore. I don't home to me is just like it's designed to be punishingly difficult. It it sort of illustrates all of Sony's horrible interfaces in their consumer products. Like this uh, is you true. know, if if they could just like master this then maybe they could apply it to, like, their Walkmans and their disc players and everything else, their TVs, because it, it's just, it, I, I, the whole thing just seems horrible to me. I, I just don't see the point in it. it. The whole loading experience is just, you know, it's just awful. You know, it's kind of like, you know, I'm sure you've had friends over and stuff, and you're like, you know, hey, I'll make you, an, I'll make you a PSN account, because that's what I've done. You know, Don yep. C comes over, and I'm like, yeah, hey, I'll make you a PSN account. So you go through this. You know, the whole ordeal of putting in the address and everything. And What happens when you get done? It puts you in the PlayStation store. Like, yep. that's what you want to do? Like, the first thing you want to do is is
4: purchase
1: something? It's buy shit. But um, <laughs> yeah. while, I, while I have you on, I'm going to actually take some calls because I'm more than sure people are going to want to talk to you. Hold uh. on one sec. You're on the air. Who's this? You.
4: Hello? You're on the air. Hello?
1: Yeah. Hey, what up? Who's this? Uh, this is Aaron,
4: or DJ Hoot, as Kevin may know me as. Oh, hey, what's going on, man? What's going what's on? on? How's it going?
1: What's going on?
4: What's going on? Not right much. Uh, not much. I'm calling because uh, you know you guys are talking about how they're they're not really doing much with the avatar system, and actually, I I don't remember where I heard it. It might have been on Kotaku, but um, a few companies actually are. Looking into the whole idea of making more avatar-based games to take advantage of the whole thing.
2: Yeah, I mean it's that cool as long as it's not a mini game or something. I mean, I don't want to play putt-putt golf with a bunch of guys. I mean, you know. But then again, at the same time, <laughs> I, it, it won't be really right if like my avatar is walking around in the Grand Theft Auto world either. You know, like I just would look like a dork with my rainbow hat and everything. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it I, you know. But then at the same time, like on the on the Wii. I've got a really cool, like, avatar that looks like Michael Myers, but nobody can see it because, <laughs> you know, you can't – everybody's got to have a friend code, and then I've got to
4: give – who really uses that? I mean, that's, like, a big pain in the I ass. I haven't
1: used that shit yet. I, I
4: sold back my Wii because of the whole friend code part. I, I, it was too frustrating to figure out how to get anybody on there.
2: <laughs> right, and then it's, like, per game or something. So even if you get them on, like, your interface, then if you want to get like a game together, well, you got to give them a different friend code. Oh my god! Just
1: what's Nintendo? Mm-hmm. Bag of dicks. That shit is fucking stupid. I um, I don't play any co-op shit with anybody on the Wii. I, if people come over to my house, they'll uh, you know, I'll be like, hey, you guys want to play the Wii, and then we'll play, you know, in real time. Right. The the Wii, the Nintendo interface, it goes like this. Xbox got it right. Sony's almost there. Nintendo screwed the pooch. That's how it worked.
2: Right. I mean, Nintendo basically doesn't want you to play online. Uh, You know, they were just, Miyamoto or whatever just came out and said that he doesn't want people to purchase like online or games online. They want to stay with the physical software. I mean, I'm not against that idea, but you know, really, that's not going to be the future. I mean, you know, you could sit there and say, well, we don't really want to do it, but that's like saying, well, we want to keep compact discs around because people pirate, you know, digital music, dude, if Nintendo's thinking that now Then they're just They're so backwards
4: Well they did they release I mean, a system yeah. that, has, uh, that doesn't produce Modern HD So
1: <laughs> Well that's because they're, they're resting on the fact That they're going to put out an HD Wii And I know they're going to do it And once they Ugh. do Like sheep And this is, this is the thing that you know, I've, I've said all the time As much as we bitch about half of this shit We buy the shit We do you know, yeah. whether 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 from a collector standpoint or a nostalgia standpoint or just to even check it out, we buy the shit. So you know, they end up winning anyway because they get our money. There's right. No, you know no middle ground.
2: That that's true, but the, I think the difference is is like when you're when you're gonna go buy a game that's on like all three consoles. I mean, which console do you normally buy the game for?
1: Three sixty. Um, it depends. I mean, I usually do the three sixty. Uh, depending on the on. on Fighting games, I try to go with the PS3 because the 360 controller for fighting games, personally, I feel is shit.
2: Right, but, but you uh, don't buy
0: on the
2: Wii. I mean, the thing is, is, like, I you know, most people buy the Wii. They get the Wii Sports, and maybe they get the Wii Play with the Wii remote. And Mario, and Mario. <laughs> yeah, and then they might get Mario yep. Kart. And, and yeah, I buy thing,
1: all first-party shit.
2: I mean, while Microsoft, you know, like in the top ten, it's like, you know, game after game after game after game you know, that they're selling. And so, you know, this isn't lost to third-party developers, you know. And so it's like Nintendo's kind of killing themselves. Uh, you, I don't know. In some well, ways, they're, they're smart, but I think in the long run, it's, it's a mistake, their, their it, strategy.
4: It's like when you go to a GameStop, though. You, you go and you see a wall of generally all right titles. You see some shit like Lost and, and Deadliest Catch. Then you go to the PS3 section. It's a bit bigger, more variety. Not really more variety, but more to choose from. And then you go to the Wii section, you're you're overwhelmed with what the fuck is this crap to pick from? Ooh, Cooking Mama.
2: This yeah, there's cool. a lot. There's there's certainly not a lot of games that appeal to the uh, um, mature heterosexual male in the uh, Nintendo mm-hmm. lineup. It's mostly uh, kids or exercise or um, uh, just you know like your you know weird Japanese. Um, I don't know what you would call them, like gruel games, where you just like, uh, you know, they're like arcade titles that you go for points and stuff. I mean, a lot of people enjoy that stuff. I, I'm not knocking it completely. There is there is definitely a core Nintendo audience that likes everything they're doing, but I really think that that core Nintendo audience would be would have been happier with a more powerful game system, you know? And, well, you know
1: and, what? Yep. I got a couple of people in the chat that are disputing it uh uh, DJ Hoot, I, I appreciate you calling. I just want to try and oh, move yeah. the flow along, like, oh, get people yeah, go to, for it. to kev. But uh, thanks for calling in, bro. I appreciate All it. Right, peace. Uh, definitely stick around. You can go into the uh, chat if you want.
4: And oh yeah, I'll join in. in.
1: All right, bro. Thanks All for right. the
4: call. Hi, right, peace. All
1: right. All right, Kev. We got a. Uh, we got a. Uh, let's see who we got here.
2: Got an angry caller. Somebody's irate.
1: Uh, who's this? You're on the air.
3: Hello. Yeah, who's this? Hello, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I can hear you. Who's this?
3: Hello. Hello. I can hear you. I hear oh, you. Oh, okay. You <laughs> went away for a second. This is this is Jedi from VGI. Jedi Hillis. While I have
1: Jedi Hillis, while I have you on the call, up, I let, I'm go I'm gonna up. let uh I'm gonna let one of the one of my regulars in. Uh, his name is uh, Slick. Cool dude. Right. Definitely is gonna wanna. Uh, debate with Kevin on some of his views, which is good. I'm going to let him on. Slick, you're on the air. What's up, man? You're on the phone with uh, Jedi. He's one of the regulars on the VGN show and also on the phone with Kevin. Nice to meet both of you. Yeah, you too. What do you got, bro? uh,
0: Basically, this is my thing with the, the online bit for all three systems. The whole friend code thing, while I agree with you, it's totally fucked up. Nintendo had the right idea. The whole point behind the friend code system is to protect children. It's about protecting children from online predators, and that's why the DS has it also. I mean, granted, it does fuck things up, and it makes online gaming retardingly difficult. But you got to also remember the Wii and the PS3 or for their online gaming free. I'm not calling either of them perfect, but nobody's paying for it. With the 360, if you really, really want to play online with people, you got to shut out 50 bucks a year, and it's still fucked up. Because whether you're playing a free beta like 1 vs. 100, or a game that you went out and bought like Left 4 Dead, Street Fighter 4, Blaze Blue even an online game like Final Fantasy 11 or MMO, these are games where you're paying to play it, and in some cases paying on top of the Xbox Live yearly fee, you're paying monthly to pay these games, and they're fucking up all the time. Xbox Live has one of the highest knockoff rates that I've ever seen. Like I get knocked off for of Xbox Live more than I used to get knocked off a of dial-up.
2: Right. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't share that experience, actually. I, I found that the interface on Xbox Live is far superior to PSN. Uh, PSN, you don't even have cross-game invites because like, Microsoft has the patent on that. So that is like a huge problem for Sony. They, without cross-game invites, I'm playing a game, I can't invite you in to play another game? Dumb. Why even have it then? Where are we all going to hang out in a chat room and wait for someone to show up? Nobody does that. So, so PSN, their they're online is, is, is virtually, like, getting a game together, and every, like, game that you play, like, the pool to, like, get somebody into a game, or the, or the system to get everybody into a game, rubbish. It's always different. It's not the same. It's always wild. Xbox Live has a, has a universal system. You invite somebody in, they join the game. You're in. And so I don't know. I, and, and as far as connectivity is concerned, I actually, I don't have that problem. Maybe it's where you're located. I know that they have different servers in different areas and different things, but I, I, I disagree. I, I do think that the experience is better. And I do know about the friend codes protecting kids, but somehow Microsoft and Sony don't have this problem. I mean, kids buy Xbox 360s and play online. I know I talk to them all the time, and they're annoying as hell. And so does Sony. <laughs> they're not getting lawsuits. They're not getting sued. So why does Nintendo decide that they have to be the gatekeeper to, to protect the children from the pedophiles, and Sony and Microsoft don't have to do it? It's bullshit. Nintendo just did it because, you know, it was easy for them not to have to support a giant online network that costs them tons of money to run servers and to have, like, voice and everything. Now they just have, like, a really weak setup where very few people, they say, oh, we've had all these activations and stuff, but that's just people, you know, one time using it. If you look at the probably the throughput that goes to Nintendo servers, it's probably, like, really small. They can't even get the weather right on their uh, on the Wii. <laughs> Every time I look at the weather, it's always, like, saying that it's, like, 50 degrees colder than where I'm at. I mean, I know what you're saying, though. I mean, I, I respect that Nintendo wants to be everybody's parent, but, you know, that's what killed them on the Super NES when back in the day when people were getting Mortal Kombat and they didn't want any blood and, you know, everybody had nice deaths and everything. It was Mortal Kombat. You know, your, your parents are buying <laughs> Mortal Kombat for crying out loud. Just, you know. But at that what a,
0: time, the only competition was Sega and where's Sega right now?
2: <laughs> right. But they, but Sega actually sold more Genesis in the United States than the Super Nintendo. I mean, and basically, Nintendo didn't kill Sega. Sony did. Uh, you know, and and
0: Actually, I don't think he'll
2: Well, all right, you got you got that. <laughs> I mean, I I wasn't was, was saying got...
0: they were better than the 360. I, I, 360 right now, I am gonna admit, still has the number one online system. But what what I'm saying is, for what I'm paying for, I'm getting a poor experience. I live in New York. I play with Rich, who also lives in New York. I play with people in Hawaii. South Carolina, Florida, New Zealand, the United Kingdom, all over the United States and all over the world. And everybody I play with is having the same problems that I am. I play the 360 seven days a week, literally. Every day I'm on it at some point during the day. <laughs> and everybody is I play true. with, regardless of where it is, somebody's having a connection problem. we are getting knocked off. And that's, this was saying how good the new Xbox thing is. You automatically get um, pulled back into a party if you get knocked off. Think about what I yep, just that said. that is true. You automatically go back in a party if you get knocked off. The reason why is <laughs> everybody's getting knocked off.
2: Well, you know, I'll say this much. I, I agree with you that it should be it should be free because Microsoft is getting buckets of money on Xbox right now. They're selling games like crazy. They've got advertising all over this Xbox live interface right and they're pocketing all this money so it's like why why are they charging people the 50 bucks for the online service it's ridiculous it's you know it's just a way to gouge people and you know if you're paying for a service then that service should work and you know their best solution should be just to make it free and um you know i think somewhere there probably is a plan for microsoft to do that down the road they just, never. you know, they, they will they,
0: never they, lower or eliminate the price of Xbox Live because it's making right, them too much money. I, right. Like, right. Well, you know, they're making
2: too much money on it, and Sony's not a threat. Sony yeah. is crazy. They haven't lowered their price on the con- I mean, it's still four hundred bucks. You know, it's it's crazy. And and they and oh getting- yeah, I went into
1: a rant on on that. I went into a rant about that last week about the fact that Sony is getting by. You know they they keep shoving technology and Blu-ray in everybody's face. Like yeah we got Blu-ray, yeah we got this, yeah we got that, and that's fine and dandy. But you know what it is? It sometimes, and I said this last week, sometimes you gotta go all in and take a gamble. And if you're tired of being second banana to Microsoft, then pull the trigger and drop the price. I guarantee you they drop the price. They're definitely gonna start seeing an imp- an increased market share. I mean right now, you know Nintendo. 60% loss. You want to know why? Because the novelty of the Wii wore off, and they're not putting out first party shit that's going to make people run out to buy it. It's right. like people can out stop Madden, you know? It, and not only the money, but where is
2: the Sony ingenuity? Why is it that the PSN setup set feels like everything that they add is just something to answer back to what Microsoft has? Why isn't because there it's a pissy like content? Right. It, right. Well, why isn't there more unique stuff on, uh, you know, PSN? I mean, it's like, you know, Sony has all this technology. You know, they have they they're a hardware company as well as a software company. Microsoft's not really a hardware company. You know, Sony could be coming out with all kinds of stuff. And I don't know, man. It's like they've they've just kind of like said, well, this this generation, we're not going to try. I mean, because well, you know what it is. Feels like.
1: I think that Sony has Can spread I chime itself way too thin. Yeah, go ahead, dude. I've been waiting for you to.
3: No, I didn't it. want to interrupt. I had a question about MMA, so I didn't want to interrupt you on the uh, on the video Oh, well, go top. ahead,
1: dude. Go ahead, dude. Get it in. Get it in.
3: Uh, well, since you're on the topic, I, I I gotta ask. and Since Kevin's there, um, what really do you think is going on in Sony's head when it comes to the price thing? Because well, everybody, every news outlet, every fan, every person. You know, I, I see it on the forums every day. I'm, I'm a Sony fanboy, and you know, I, it pisses me off to see it. But uh, you know, I, I see it. You know, people on the forums every day all oh, buy one once the you know once it the lowest price, once the lowest the price, and they didn't announce it. They're they're not talking about oh it's coming up. And I and I gotta think to and I think to myself if they don't lower it by Christmas time, which is that's the only thing that I can think is that they're holding out for maybe a Christmas time price drop. Maybe they'll announce it at the Tokyo Game Show or something. But if they forego that. I, just don't, I don't have any idea what's going through their heads.
2: No, it's simple. Howard Stringer, you know, fired Ken Kutaragi. And, right. he, and, and there's probably a whole bunch of other people that got axed. There's whole divisions that got eliminated. And he, you know that, you know, Sony's lost billions, billions right. of dollars on PS3. You know he walked in there and he said, no more losses. And so they're just, yeah. they're not going to take any more losses on the hardware. They're just waiting well, it out.
1: Well, you know what it is, and I and definitely, you know, Kev has a valid point. But this is this is how I this is how I see it. I mean, you know, I'm a fucking podcaster. I'm full of shit. But at the end of the day, <laughs> the way I see it, the way the way I see it is, you know, Sony prides itself on all this innovation, and they think that by shoving innovation into people's faces, just like, oh well, we got Blu-ray. Well, RTV can talk to the PlayStation, which could talk to the PSP, which could talk to your cell phone. You know, they're spreading themselves too thin. Microsoft, they said, we're going to come out with the Xbox. When the Xbox came out, you know, it was big, ugly, it was awful, but it had a shitload of hardware inside of it that made it, you know, it made it a, a good competitor at the time to the PS2, and, it, you know, it definitely it showed, you know, in the, in the quality of the games. And then, you know, Microsoft said, all right, how did we fuck up uh, the first time? And when the 360 came out, they improved it. Sony, they think that by just throwing hardware and technology into it and not applying, you know, basic innovations, you know, like, like you were saying, cross-game invites, you know, finding ways to add that innovation, they're just creating real pretty hardware that nobody right. wants to own because it's, it's, it's out of their league, you know. It's one right. of those things where, you know, how much hardware can you throw at something Till you realize that it's just a piece of fucking plastic, you know. You there's no tell, enjoyment. You can tell right.
2: that inside. You can tell that inside Sony that they're hurting because look, Home has not really gotten like it got off the ground, and it's really kind of stagnant. There's no big updates for that.
0: How long has it been well, out there? It's
2: still it's still in beta technically. If you go yeah, on I mean, there, it'll because say there's beta. nobody working on it. And and there's, like, yeah. the internalized development of Sony is, like, completely not the same development company that pushed out all those titles on, like, PS2. I mean, they right. had, like, games coming out, like, every other week. I mean, you didn't just get one Ratchet and Clank. You got, like, the Slylock Fox, Spy Fox, whatever. You got, you know, like, platformers all over the place. They had a whole sports division making their own, you know, what was it, nine... I can't even remember, 9-something nine sports, 989 yeah, sports or nine something. Sports. Yeah, yeah, And, I mean, where are all these companies? You know, Sony has cannibalized them all. They had Psygnosis. They, they just took everything, and they, like, it's all gone. And now they have, like, a few teams. I mean, where is Gran Turismo, man? Yeah. 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 It's Grand true. I mean,
0: the thing. is like.
1: All right. Hold on a second. What What'd Turismo you say, Slick?
0: Gran Turismo supposedly comes out next year, and it comes out for the PSP. I think, next month or in October.
3: Right. See, I, I mean, I there's some good games coming out for the PS3. Like, if you look at the, the last E3, I think, was a good showing for Sony as far as games are coming. But I think it's it's too, it's too little too late at this point. You know, they're just – It's this is the third year, and it just feels like they're just starting to get the engines rolling on this thing. And before you know it, PS4 is going to be, you know, announced or, or whatever. And like you said, the price point is still the, the biggest thing. That's what, That's what everybody's looking at. That's what – the consumers are looking at they don't care about like you said they don't care about any of this technology or 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 any of that crap and, and you know and and on that note you know when they demoed the the playstation motion controller you know i thought it looked like a pretty cool piece of technology but i bet you it's going to end up just like the iToy. toy like it's going to come out and they're not going to support it and it's going to get shoved to the side and then you're like why did you waste all this money on something that you're not ready to jump in with both feet you're just going to put it out there to say oh look we have something too and then you know, oh, yeah. and then no, no one's going to buy it. And so it's just like they're not confident about what they're doing. And even their big games like Killzone or or any of those games, you never see them on TV. You never see the kind of like, oh, IGN gives it a nine point five or anything like that. I don't see PlayStation games being advertised. And so I just, I don't know, I don't know what they're thinking is at this point.
2: It's not good. It's, developers like Activision and stuff have said, you know, if things don't improve, they may stop developing games. I mean, that's just, I think that's just idle threats, that's, you know, but it, it's not, it's not without, you know, as every year the games get more and more expensive to make. And if the install base uh, doesn't start to pick up speed and start purchasing right. more games, you know, Sony could find themselves in, uh, in in being a GameCube of this generation. The only yeah. good one, well, you know, Sony has working see... for it is hold on is that, they all, you know, Microsoft and Sony both feel that this generation is going to last at least 10 years. So, you know, there's no, new, there's no PlayStation 4 on the horizon. There's no Xbox 3 on the horizon. It's all basically they're going to ride this hardware out, and that actually does play into Sony's favor. Yeah, that's true.
1: I think that what, what's happening is, and, you know, Jedi made a valid point, is that they, they, they put out all this stuff. And like I was saying before, as a, it's like a pissing contest. It's like, all right, we're going to put out a motion controller. Oh, yeah? Well, we're going to put out one, too, and like he said, just to say they have it. And then they don't, they don't do nothing with it. It's like, don't get me wrong, the Xbox Live Vision camera, I don't think, is setting the world on fire. But you know what? They, can, they, they throw it in there once in a while in a little nugget as a cool way to use it in-game. In you know, it's like the PlayStation camera, they, they plugged it for Eye of Judgment, and that's it. I really don't hear shit else about it, and they, they left people hanging, and it's like, what happens to all those poor bastards who went and spent 40 bucks on this fucking camera? It's like, what, what, you know what it's going to end up being used for? Cockpits. That's it. It's going to be a, the cockpit cam. You know, it's right, going to be yeah. the, booby, the booby cam, because it's going to have no yeah, other you, use. Um, I, go ahead. What'd
0: you say, Slick? I said they already do that in UNO. And the last big game to use either camera, PS3, or the 360 that I can think of was Burnout Paradise, and that came out in January of 2007.
1: Jesus. But um, with, the, with that out of the way, I just want to touch on a couple of other topics because we could beat this Sony shit up the <laughs> whole night. And um, what I wanted to say is that uh, with the new Xbox Live service, they're going to be dropping uh, Games on Demand. Uh, when the update comes out next Tuesday, you're going to get uh, Assassin's Creed, Lego Star Wars, Rainbow Six, Bioshock. And supposedly the price point is going to be between 20 and 30 bucks a game, which is pretty cool. And I think that they're really trying to get this moving, especially with Apple talking about uh, their tablet that they're going to put out, the 10-inch tablet, that's going to cost around 800 bucks, which is fucking ridiculous. But I hear that Apple's going to get into gaming. Now, with that in mind... Do you guys think that Apple with their little tablet is going to be a threat to any of the three major gaming manufacturers even though they're going to have an $800 tablet?
0: That's a fucking joke. Apple's been into gaming for as long as freaking PCs have been into gaming. And look what Apple gaming is right now. Apple touching anything, even a handheld, they're not doing shit. Nobody's worried about Apple because Apple's not gonna go anywhere. Because even though Apple is amazing, if you're into like graphic or music development, Apple doesn't have the install base to touch any of the freaking big three.
2: It's a uh, look. What do you uh, think, Kev? On the p uh, on the iPhone, people buy the iPhone. They're not buying it for the gaming. I mean, people buy the iPhone for a lot of things. I I don't think anybody I've talked to has picked one up because there's a really cool game on it that they want to play. I mean, a lot of people game on the iPhone because the games are like a dollar each. If the games were 50 bucks, I don't think anybody's going to be buying those iPhone games. And, you know,
4: uh,
2: the, 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 the Mac world continues to make inroads in homes, but, you know, a lot of Mac owners can, like, boot into like windows and a lot of development teams know this and so they just don't want to develop for two different platforms it costs money to make games it's expensive to make games and the, and the mac is still a small share of the pie it's still like seven percent uh, you know and it it's too small and of that seven percent the people that buy the games may still end up buying the PC games because they don't really go into Apple stores and think, well, what game can I buy for my Mac? I mean, they're really kind of going into the PC stores because there's just, you know, a thousand freaking games on the shelves, and they're just like, well, I can play any of these. You know, it's just it doesn't work, it doesn't work for Apple. And I don't think Steve Jobs has ever really given a shit about gaming. I mean, it, it's something that they look at now, and they're like, wow, we're making some pretty good money on the iPhone apps. Uh, you know, the dollar here and dollar there, but I don't think that's, I really don't think that's going to translate into like serious competition for the PC market. But, you know, I really think that we have to wait to see how this Windows seven thing flashes out, man, you know, because Microsoft screwed up so bad with Vista and so many people were just like so anti-Microsoft the last two years that if Microsoft can't, you know, damage control, their their losses to Apple with Windows 7, then it could turn into a, a, a much larger market share for Apple, and then in which case, gaming might, you know, developers might suddenly realize that there's money to be made uh, spending time on making a Mac exclusive or um, a, a better Mac game. Because right now they just make, when they do release games, they're just cider ports. They're just they're just PC games that they've cidered into the Mac. It, it's just not... Um, it, it, you know, everybody knows it, you know, people buy games, play games on the Mac, but, you know, it's mostly Warcraft. I mean, it's it's really just uh, a thin market, and so developers are just not going to spend time on it until the market share is much higher.
1: Nice. What about you, what you Jedi? What do you think? Yo, Jedi, you there? I guess he's, he's not. Go ahead, Slick. What do you think?
0: I'm a, I'm agreeing with him wholeheartedly, and I really think if we were looking at one of those Apple conferences and Steve Jobs was up there, because part of the problem is Apple's been saying where the fuck is Steve Jobs, he'd come up there and be like, oh, and another thing, I don't give a shit about gaming. <laughs>
1: nice. It's like
0: Apple... Apple computers are strong computers. They're not made, I mean, they can handle games. They can handle games just as well or possibly better than a PC, but they don't care about that. They, they do what they do. The average Apple user either is somebody who, whose job it is to create video or to create music or graphics or something like that, or it's somebody who, who bought the Apple as, like, a status symbol. Like, somebody bought a Mercedes. Look at me. I got a fucking Mercedes. I got an Apple. I got the freaking <laughs> Airbook. The Airbook is a piece of shit, but people buy it because, of, look, I got an Airbook. That's true. Yeah, yeah. IPhone, I mean, the iPhone is, you know me, I, I'm not a big Apple person. It's like people buy the iPhone because the same reason why they buy an iPod. Unless they were already AT and T you they vibe buyed Hey look what I got
2: Right uh, he, um Jedi's waiting on the line for him Adam. He got dropped.
1: He did? Yeah. Alright, hold on a second. Jedi, you're on.
3: Alright. You guys can hear me? Yeah,
1: yeah I can hear you. Yeah.
3: Alright. Well I got nothing. I uh, no, I um I was <laughs> I was, I was I was thinking initially before Kevin spoke that, um, that Apple might actually have a chance to break into the market here. But um, since listening to you guys talk, I've kind of backtracked on that because I have seen, I have seen people play. I went to the movies the other day and I saw people playing video games on their iPhone. And so maybe there's, maybe there's a chance that they wanted to slip into the handheld market, but um, council wise, I don't see them being a real active force, but I'll tell you what, I never I never thought Microsoft was going to get into the console business either. I, you know, they were always a PC, you know, strictly do all that kind of stuff and they just kind of came out of nowhere. So Apple could maybe possibly come out and um, I could see some benefits of it just because so many people own um you know, MacBooks, MacBooks now and they own uh, iPods and if they could figure out some way to really do some innovative stuff with connectivity, then I could see them kind of pushing it as more than just a gaming system, but kind of an all-in-one type of thing that Sony's been trying to do, but because they don't really have the the sort of install base with their um, products like Apple does at this point, they're not really able to kind of make it the all-in-one system. And um, if you've listened to VGN you know, before with Karate Dog on it, um, another one of the guys, he was talking about that was something that he wanted to do, was just have an all-in-one system that could be as TiVo, could be blah, 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 blah. So I know there's at least one person out there that wants something like that. But, right, I really... but let me
2: just say, you know, the, the thing is, is that like Apple doesn't, you know, the iPhone has a touch screen. That's neat. And it's got an accelerometer in it. Okay. But, you know, it doesn't have any buttons. It doesn't have a control stick. You know, it, it's not yeah. designed to play games. It's a, it's a phone that can also play some games. You know, it's sort right. of like saying, will it beat the DS? I mean, but Nintendo has the ability to, like, look at a piece of hardware and customize that piece of hardware specifically to play games. You know, so Can it's, I so cut it's, in
0: for one second? But, yep. Before no, you finished, I just want to answer that one question. Can it beat the DS? No. And what's the, the easy reasoning behind that? Because the DS is beating the three big consoles right now. So, no, it can't beat the DS. And I'm sorry. I'm going to shut up. Right. No. Well,
2: you know, it, may, it may, though, when it comes down to software sales. I mean, I think Apple said, what, they have a billion apps already moved on the, on the uh, iPhone store? I mean, because you think about it, a guy that has an iPhone might buy fifty games. I mean, who's buying fifty DS games? Nova, maybe one kid in, in Japan or something. So when it comes to software turnaround, they might they might actually have a chance. But Nintendo will have an option of you know, Nintendo. I don't think feels the threat because Nintendo could easily take their interface, their games, and sell them themselves on a phone system if they wanted to they could make a mario for the iphone and they know they'd sell a million copies of it at least you know so i don't think they'd sweat it but um as far as like a a serious game developer the way things have moved now you know the xbox has custom hardware the playstation 3 has custom hardware even the wii has custom hardware and it's all designed around being a great game and when you're a pc gamer you know nvidia's got physics now in their graphic chips, the Apple doesn't support the physics. You know, they got SLI in in the PCs. There's no SLI on the on, on the Macs. You know, so they're always going to be a step behind for the serious gamer until Apple gets serious about gaming. And I just right. I don't I just don't think they are. I don't think they care. They got enough. You know, they're they're, they're <laughs> the, the Mac is great for like writing up some email and and for most people that's all they want to do. <laughs>
3: hey now, nice. I edited um, your tribute show on my Mac. <laughs> Damn you. Well, oh, I'm just, just
0: kidding. You
1: well, <laughs> well, the way I see it is Apple, I consider it, I, I, I consider Apple gaming right now as taking a dump gaming in the sense that the only <laughs> time I play an iPhone game is if I'm fucking dropping the Cosby kids off at the pool. That's the only <laughs> time that I'm playing any Apple games. I don't play this shit while I'm out, you know, A phone's a phone. It's like, you know, Kev said it best. He's like, you know, you get a Mac, it's for fucking email, it's for doing editing and photos and shit. When you start gaming on it and start making it more than what it is, that's when shit starts falling to the wayside and quality starts becoming really shitty. Right.
3: But they could, you know, they could technically go into it at this point. You know, 10 years ago, you would have, you know, you would have laughed right out of the room if you had said that Apple would have been in the position they're in now. But, I mean, just look at the rate that they're growing. So I don't think there's – yeah, you're you're right that all these systems have, you know, specific things that are designed for it. But what's to say that Apple couldn't come out with something like that in the future? You're you're right in the sense that they're not really focusing a lot on it. But, I mean, I'm really impressed with how many games that are out on the iPhone. Granted, they're cheap. But, I mean, I see those things advertised all the place. and And I think that they might, you know, I don't know, maybe in the future they'll take a more serious look at it.
2: I but know. I, you know what? Let's be realistic, though.
3: We, we,
0: we, all, we <laughs> Here all go. We go. Into, <laughs>
2: no, but when we all go into a GameStop, even today, there's a wall of Xbox. There's a wall of PlayStation 3. There's a there's a whole room of Nintendo. There's like one shelf of freaking PC games these days. If you're lucky, that is true. And you know that market is thin now. It's re, It's never been thinner. So. You know, is it really even worth Apple to spend the money to make those relationships and to try and compete for that? There's probably not that much in it anymore. The, the price of gaming on a PC is too much for most people. You know, I'm if you not- really want a high end rig and, and a good game system on a PC, it's, it's, well, at least two grand now. So it's like, uh, you know, sure, I guess that's what you pay anyway for an Apple. But, uh, you know, then when you start making, like, an, uh, an Apple computer that has, like, you know, the high-end graphics and the fastest processor and it's loaded with RAM and everything, and they've got to make those relationships in order to support, you know, to get NVIDIA, for instance, to make the latest drivers specifically for the Mac and on time and to have all the physics support and have the libraries ready to go, to go and have OpenGL ready to go. I mean,
3: uh, you know, that's going to cost Apple a ton of money to get what benefit out of it. Now, you're talking about computers. I'm talking about like a console, like coming out with an actual
1: console for it. Oh,
3: that's
2: not going to happen.
3: Okay. Well, <laughs> that,
1: that yeah, point,
2: exactly.
1: Exactly. Hold on. Well, you know, while I got you guys on here, I got 19 minutes of show left. I want to cover the letter bag. Uh, but while I'm here, I definitely want to take the opportunity. Uh, Kev, hit us, hit us with the plugs for your show, please.
2: If you want to listen to all of the shows, this is just the best way to do it. Uh, Video Game News, Midwest Wasteland, Cleveland Sports Radio, the Karate Dog Podcast, Uh, you can go to vgn.libsyn.com. That's vgn.libsyn.com, and uh, you can find all the shows there, the RSS feeds if you want to subscribe, and or download directly or listen in your browser. It's all available right there.
1: I heard you uh, bring an iPirate Pirate back. You want to get a plug in?
3: Uh, I would plug it, but there's nothing to plug just yet. Um, so <laughs> I've got, to, I have, a, I had a podcast several years ago I called iPirate Pirate, and thinking about resurrecting it. So um, we'll see. We're gonna make at least one show when I move back to Arizona. But uh, yeah, I got, I really got nothing to plug at the point at the moment. So thanks for the opportunity, uh, though.
1: There you go. Um, Slick, of course. If you wanna talk to Slick feel free to visit the MySpace video game forums. He is a moderator there. Uh, please don't go in there talking shit because he will ban the fuck out of you. <laughs> but uh, definitely, definitely you can link up with Slick on uh, MySpace through the MySpace video game forums. Like Kev said, you can go through uh, vgnradiorite.libsyn.com.
2: It's vgn.libsyn.com.
1: That's right. Go through VGN. Uh, l- take a listen to uh, Midwest Wasteland, VGN Radio, Cleveland Sports Radio. Kev knows what he's talking about, and I'm more than delighted to have him on the show tonight. So please definitely check him out.
2: Hey, speaking of which, uh, Larry wants to know if you want to be on this Sunday's sports show to talk about after the UFC, if you have an opportunity, you know.
1: I, I will let you know by Saturday. Terrific.
2: That would be great. Uh, anyway, um, I'm going to... I'm going to hang up, right? Is that it? You're you're dumping us, right? So I just want to say uh, no, good. Oh.
1: No, I'm not dumping you. If you. I just want to go through the letter bag, and if you guys want to chime in, by all means, you're welcome are. to do so. But um, we got one more call on the air. Let me see who's this, because I don't want to leave nobody hanging. You're on the air. Who's this?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, this is this, this, this Oh, really God, no
1: <laughs> You better fucking call correctly, fucking Strider, if you're going to be on the air.
0: Hey, hey! I, hey, I fifteen minutes left. Hey, I'm not, I'm not trying to race your time here. I'm just like the way you guys talking about the video games and about the oh app, God. the Mac. All right, I'm hanging
1: up. I'm hanging up on you, Strider, because we got. Hey, what?
0: How you, are you doing,
1: boss? Hey. Jeez, <laughs> I really always got one. Why he didn't want to go back
3: to callers? Yeah, I'm not fucking I'm
1: Strider. He's a he's a good egg, but he's.
3: <laughs> yeah, I can tell.
1: <laughs> the PlayStation 3 dropped to 250 bucks And had backward compatibility Would you buy it? Before I get the emails uh, Jedi, would you buy it at 250 bucks With uh, BC in there?
3: Oh yeah, absolutely I mean, I bought it at 600 bucks
1: so. <laughs> Nothing? I, I, I bought mine at 500 Shit. What about you, Kev? You're in?
2: Yeah, I mean, I bought mine at 500, man So, I mean, 250 and backwards compatibility Okay,
1: how the fuck do I not have sound?
0: Hello? Hello. Yo. Can you hear me? I,
3: this
1: is bullshit.
3: <laughs> Kevin, can hear right. you can yeah,
0: hear me? Yeah, I can you. hear you guys now. Okay. Yeah,
1: right. I don't know what the fuck happened. Fucking blog talk radio, which is shit. Anyway, uh, two hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> back backwards compatibility. Uh, Jedi, would you do it?
3: Yeah, yeah. I of course. Like I yeah, I bought it for six hundred bucks. And I bought the extension plan, so it was more like eight hundred bucks. So yeah, two fifty—that's nice that, that, Yeah, I don't want to think about it. Yeah, that, that, that would be a steal for sure. What
1: about you, Kev? Two fifty. Yeah. I mean, not that you don't already own the shit.
2: Yeah, I mean I would, but you know, are you asking me uh, when I if that was my choice between that or an Xbox, which one I would I buy? And if yeah, the Xbox two hundred and fifty bucks, if the Xbox was three hundred and I had to pay fifty dollars for Live or I was going to get a PS3 for 250 and I got the Blu-ray, and I was going to gain, I'd buy an Xbox 360.
1: Nice. What about I, I you, would... Slick, if you had the chance? Well, if, if it was 250 and you were just buying it, would you do it?
0: Jesus Christ, I got my the City. What kind of asshole am I? But
1: yeah,
0: in <laughs> a choice between the two. You can make them both the same price. You can buy 360 and 200. I'd buy the PS3 first, just like I did the first time. Nice. The the truth remains, compare the systems, the PS3
1: is still cheaper. There you go. Well, with that in mind, I'm going to go through the questions. Uh, The first uh, email is from Ant. Uh, He says that he would buy it, and anyone who wouldn't, wouldn't be a fool. Same thing with the Wii. You get a... the ability to play all your Sony games, high-definition movies, and play wireless for free. He feels that with those three things, he would buy it definitely over a Wii. And he, and especially the fact that the PS1 and PS2 games would be backwards compatible on the system, definitely he is a yes on that. As always, Ant, thanks for the email. Uh, I got an email from Vince. Vince actually didn't answer the question, but he... <laughs> <laughs> he took the opportunity. To, yeah, he took the opportunity to let me know some of the shit I didn't cover. Uh he definitely wanted more PC stuff. Uh Activision not publishing PS3 stuff. He uh he wanted me to mention that. Um feel bad because I couldn't get him on. I would have rather have liked him on the show to discuss it with him in detail, but I'm going to try and cover more PC shit. I don't game on the PC. I'm sorry, but I'll try and cover it. Uh Ed writes that uh he'd buy the PS3 at 250 without a problem. He can even live without backwards compatibility or wireless. He said that it would be a good um a good opponent for a 60 gig uh 360 Pro. But he feels that the 360 has a better game library than the PS3, but the online experience on the 360 is better, which is true. He um he also took the time to answer a question from last week, which is the two uh, summer games that he'd pick. And he said that the best game of the summer is Red Faction Guerrilla, which I haven't played yet, but I'll check it out. So uh, thanks for the email, Ed. Uh, who is this? This has to be Wolf. Uh, Wolf's response is uh, to a PS3 for 250 might be a little too cheap. He feels that it would be 299 to make the PS3 more competitive. Uh, he said that uh, the manufacturing costs were down 70 percent, and he said that you know he stated that when the PS3 dropped, it cost 800 dollars to manufacture a 60 gig unit, which retailed for 600 bucks. What a fucking clusterfuck that is. <laughs> uh, he said that uh, current models for 400 bucks cost 240 to manufacture. So if he's saying that it's 240, he feels that you know Sony can make a 60 dollar profit at having it at 300 bucks. But I mean. I think 240 is you know 250 is the is the sweet spot. I think a lot more units get sold when you tell somebody hey it's 250 bucks. You know, 300 bucks you start, you know, people start kind of rolling their eyes at you. 250 seems to be especially with a lot of consoles that seems to be the sweet spot. I mean, don't well, you wrong. There you go. If it dropped to a uh, if it dropped to 199 or <laughs> fucking $99, you know, people would cream in their shorts.
3: Yeah.
1: And uh PK she wrote in uh, the, if the p s three dropped to the two fifty and three hundred dollar range, she would be all over it. She goes, "I would sell my Wii in every gaming accessory I have to get a chunk of that cost which is which is true. I mean, if it was two hundred and fifty bucks i 'd buy the shit in a heartbeat, but the problem is, and, and you know kev said it it's you know the the online capability you know you're getting what you pay for if you 're getting free online it's going to suck ass that's why I kind of feel that with the 360 if you drop that kind of money and you're paying an annual subscription fee you have a right to bitch about getting kicked off definitely agree with that i think that's what microsoft is using as its uh as its motto so to speak it's like when you're paying for a service you're entitled to get whatever you want but that doesn't mean yeah you know but that doesn't mean that people fucking have a right to phone it in with that in mind though uh next week's Question: I didn't actually get a chance to go into some movie news, but um, it's actually a movie question, and that is: of all the movies that have come out this summer, what movie do you feel got a lot of hype but didn't deliver? I'm more than sure people are gonna say fucking Transformers. I know it's coming, but you know, feel free to uh, send your email to mtrhost at gmail.com. Uh, with that Very in mind. Yeah, I was about to say, I I was like, What do you guys think? What is uh one movie that came out or you know, any movie that came out that had a hype machine behind it and you watched the movie and you just came away disappointed?
2: Harry Potter. Yeah, I mean the Harry Potter Megan Fox in
0: it. Yeah,
3: Transformers at least had that.
0: <laughs> you know what Flick. I wasn't I wasn't disappointed by Transformers too because I didn't expect shit from it. I knew it would be a bag of shit. Yeah.
3: What are people expecting? Lord of the Rings? You know, it's just freaking Transformers. The first one was the
1: same thing. Well, it's true. I mean, me personally, I felt that of all the movies thus far that haven't delivered, I would like to say that. um, I mean, Transformers delivered kind of, sort of, but. You know, it's not the fucking greatest thing ever, but. I think that G.I. Joe is going to fall into that category because the hype machine is huge right now for this movie and a lot of people are saying it's good but I think it's going to be the movie that gets a fuckload of hype and then people are going to watch it and go I paid 10 bucks for this? Really? <laughs>
0: Just go see <laughs> G.I. Joe <laughs> will be 2009's Catwoman. <laughs> wow. Holy I shit. That's a bold claim. Dream, I claim one my money back.
1: Oh my god That is uh That is ridiculous I mean You know With with a movie like that And you know And Kev can It's like Kev was talking about The six million dollar man earlier And he, He was a fan of the show You know I watched it a few times Growing up Think about it If they took something like that And they remade it now And It fucking sucked utterly Would you Would you be surprised That it was gonna suck Or would you be like Damn They could've done it A lot better are you asking? Well, they already tried
0: with the bionic woman.
1: Yeah, I'm asking Kev. I mean, you know, if they took something like
2: The one thing about the, the, the G.I. Joe though, is it's not based on the cartoon. It's based on the first comic books. So people are going in there thinking it's going to be all like the cartoon that they watched on Saturday morning. It's not. It's based on the original comics. It's different. It's not yeah. the crap people grew up on. So right away, it's going to be like, what the you know, this isn't right. To a lot of I people, could,
3: I could tell and that already could, by the previews. I didn't even know what I was looking at, and I'm like,
2: and, "Yeah." And and as far as Bionic Man, I mean, they did remake the Bionic Woman, and it failed. It was it was garbage. I'd rather go back and watch the old Bionic Woman. At least those were those were halfway decent. I, actually, I the Bionic was like way better to watch than the Bionic Man. The Bionic Man was he, he like he fought Bigfoot for crying out loud. That that show was out. You know, that was outrageous. <laughs> kind of <his>
1: no. <laughs> That's some funny shit, but but that's what I'm saying. I think that Hollywood right now, they all need to take a fucking sabbatical because it's either a sequel, a remake, or a reboot. That's
0: uh, all, all right. It is. It's
1: like, like, you know, they're going to reboot RoboCop. It's like RoboCop not that old.
3: Why are you have, you been, have you been keeping your eye on District 9, on that whole thing? Yeah, yeah
1: District cool. 9 looks cool, I, but you know what it is? It's an original concept kind of sort of. That,
2: that's why it's going to be good. It was the guys no, that were gonna do the Halo movie, and then and then they uh, they didn't do it, and so now they're gonna make uh, they just made their own thing. I
3: don't know. It looks, I mean, the people at Comic Con said it was amazing. So did I'm you guys gonna see make the, make the, the trailer film, for 2012?
0: The, the Halo project.
3: Okay, Michael. Like, who's who's the director for 2012? Not Michael Emerson. That's not Michael Emerson. It's some.
1: Michael that guy Bay. makes it's a uh, Blonkamp. It's Blonkamp. Neil Blonkamp. <laughs>
3: Okay, I thought it was the same director as the guy who did Independence Day and all that stuff. No, that's the, Roland want,
1: Emmerich. How about oh, the okay. Alien
3: Preview with Ridley Scott
1: directing? What do you think? I think I think that's, that's going to be pretty good just because Ridley Scott's going to be involved. But, but I think that, once again, it's Hollywood originality.
2: He should just make it like a frame-for-frame frame remake of Alien and then just should. Not, tell, not just not tell anybody you know just have to come out it and it's like i've seen this before except
1: it didn't have jennifer lopez in it you know <laughs> yep make make ripley played by jennifer lopez there you go <laughs> there you go <laughs> the alien that's how you do it that's ass
3: <laughs> yeah. get russell Crowe in there as you know the alien cuz he's an every. that's really what happens.
1: None of these ideas are, are, are original. I mean, right now I'm kind of excited because if any of you guys have seen Grindhouse, they had uh, the fake trailers, and they had a Machete on there. Yeah. And uh, they're going to make that actually its own film. And they got a fantastic cast, man, besides uh, Danny Trejo and Michelle Rodriguez, which is a whole lot of uh, Latin
2: attitude. Sh- is that what you said?
1: Say who? They're
2: Say- making Thanksgiving into a movie? Which one of those trailers no, they're are they? Not-
1: mach- uh, machete. Machete. Oh, with, uh, yeah, oh. where Danny Trey hosts the fucking day laborer and he's a fucking federally oh, and he's chopping people up. You know, that shit's going to be good. The cast has uh, De Niro, Michelle Rodriguez, Jessica Alba, Cheech Marin, oh, Jeff Fahey, yeah,
0: Lindsay Lohan,
1: so Don Johnson, and that's Steven Chucky Seagal. Written. Oh my wow, God. Wow, weed and herpes. That's great. <laughs> Steven Seagal is in it. That's all I got to say. As long <laughs> as there's a fight. <laughs> With him with him going, you want a piece of meat, tough guy? Eh? As long as he does that, I'll be sold. I will watch that shit. <laughs> yeah. It is going be to
0: Can I touch on your mailbag?
1: You, don't touch uh, on my okay. bag, please.
0: No I'm horrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What no, do you got, you know, man?
0: Going back to um, <clears throat> the whole thing with Sony and Microsoft and everything. Like, you mentioned Windows 7 being a big gamble. I mean, Rich and I have seen a little bit of Windows 7. They're trying to do the whole thing that people complain about with Sony, this backwards compatibility. There's a Windows XP mode built into Windows 7. So I think they're pretty safe with that. Sony, their problem really is that they're... Like you said, they're taking too long with things. They got a lot of great ideas. Like their new TV, their 09 TVs, first of all, look amazing. Second of all, have internet built into them. So basically trying to make it more, more comfortable with the PS3, trying to get people to buy this on the TV. But, I mean, I saw the TV and I fell in love with it, but then I fell out of love with it when I saw the price tag. I got of my course. TV for about, with tax. I think I paid maybe two thousand, maybe a little bit less. Oh, and the same TV is like three thousand for the same size screen.
1: Well, that's Grant, Sony's way of you know, sticking money. it. That's Sony's that's way of sticking it to you, though, because you know it's like everything else. It's it's better technology and more ways for you to part with your money. But um, with that with that out of the way. Um, there's a minute of the show left. I want to take the opportunity. Now I gotta boot you guys. I gotta thank the opportun You know, thank you guys for calling in, Kev. Especially, you know, hey, you thanks. are a great addition to the show. It was great to be and, on. Nice uh, to talk that, to you,
2: Slick and uh, Jedi, as always. Yeah, dude. Cool. I look. Thank show. you,
1: man. I look forward to trying to have you guys on more often, Kev. You know, whenever you Any, want to anytime, be
2: on. Oh man, anytime. It's fun.
1: All right, I got the the boot. 90 seconds. Uh, thanks Thanks again, you guys, for calling. Let me just do the out, and I will talk to you guys offline. All right, bro. All right, man, later. Take it easy. All right, fellas. Thanks. Bye. All right. I want to thank those guys for calling in. Once again, feel free to email mtrhost at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash akuma25, myspace, uh, myspace.com. Slash RB19AD and with that, uh, 50 seconds left to show. Thanks everybody for listening and I'll see you next week. Hopefully, go in two hours because I left a whole bunch of shit out. Peace.